0: A public service announcement with guitar!
1: And you have a right to give us a call here on your rights at work. Chris Garlick here once again with Ed Smith. Hey, if you've got questions about your workplace rights, the ones you have, the ones you don't have, the ones you wish you had, give us a call 202-588-0893. We will do our best to answer those questions. Ed, welcome back, brother. You got a little something, something for us. Always good to be here, Chris. Good to
0: see you on zoom. Good to be out in the airwaves and, uh, Uh, I do have a little something breaking news. OSHA has issued finally um, their uh, regulations on COVID protection for healthcare workers. We've been fighting for this. It was a temporary standard uh, that uh, the Biden administration actually let lapse and we've been fighting for them to bring it back and they, uh, OSHA issued it today or last night and uh, it should be moving forward uh, hopefully rapidly to uh, allow for protection of healthcare workers. So that's uh, some nice, really exciting news. Well, and, uh, well done. Well done. Yeah. Always good to be here. Hey, Chris, uh, you know, I heard there's something called the Lady uh, Radio Podcast Network, Labor Radio Podcast Network. Tell me about that a little bit. Well,
1: Ed, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. That would be over. 150 labor radio and podcast shows just like this. If you like this one, you're going to love them. Laborradionetwork.org. Hey, Ed, tomorrow, it's amazing. It seems like it happened just yesterday, but it is the first anniversary of the organizing campaign at Starbucks. First went public in our homestay in New York, up in Buffalo, and since then, hundreds more. I've kind of lost track. I think it's 300, about (laughs) I think it's
0: 257. 257. That's a very. That that have voted yes. I was checking this out. Actually, if there's any nurses who are going to be at my annual meeting, uh, our annual meeting tonight, that's going to be one of the trivia questions. Uh oh. Uh, Oh, now it's 269, 269, okay. and you, that no. that
1: is from Jillian. And actually, let's go ahead and yeah. just get them in here. Uh, we have a couple of local baristas, Jillian O'Hare and Aliyah Bassetti, I hope I pronounced that right, are, are with us now. Uh, welcome to you both to your rights at work.
2: Hi, thank you, thank you so much for
1: having us. Oh, Yeah, thank kid. you so much. It is our pleasure entire. Now, Jillian, I understand you work at the Willow Lawn location in Richmond, and Aliyah you're at the, or you worked at the Bel Air Starbucks in Bel Air, Maryland. Uh, Jillian, let's start with you. Um, we what, Tell me, I guess, first of all, how long you worked at Starbucks, how you got into it, what's the background there?
3: Yeah, so I've been at Starbucks for four years. Uh... In Richmond voted to unionize on April 19th. There are now five organized stores in our city, which is super, super exciting. We were actually the first store to vote unanimously to unionize in Virginia, which was awesome. We're very proud of that. Um, And honestly, by the time our store decided to get going with this unionization push, I think we were the hundredth store to file. So it was already sort of a pretty popular thing by the time we decided to join. And we really decided just to join in solidarity with our fellow baristas all across the country. And we were just blown away and amazed by all the hard work all those partners in Buffalo put in and all the um, awful things they dealt with from corporate and just trying to expand that movement, which is really, really exciting.
1: Uh, Well, we have a bunch of questions for you, but let's get uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, give us a little bit of your background.
2: Yeah, so actually, um, I worked at the Bel Air Starbucks for only really a year. I started in October, um, a little bit after the pandemic was starting to end. And then in January, our store decided that we wanted to organize. And so it was a three-man job, and I was a part of that three-man Um, we voted in, or we went public in May, uh, voted in April, and then we actually found out we won one in June 1st. Um, so that was really exciting. We really did it for the similar reasons, as Jillian said, like solidarity being one big one, but also just wanting to be heard and wanting our voices to be known and our concerns to be known and actually get something, um, you know, very meaningful, out of the job we i think we all can say we love starbucks and we loved our job and we love being baristas um but we wanted we wanted more satisfaction in doing it we wanted to know that while we were working we were being taken care of as well
1: We're talking with jillian o'hare and Aliyah bachetti is it Bacetti or bachetti
2: it's Spacetti, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, just want to make sure I get it right. Uh, here on your right it work, they both uh, have worked with Starbucks. Uh, just uh, I want to make sure we're going to promote. So, throughout this segment, a big rally tomorrow, five o'clock in um, Arlington, 2100 Clarendon Boulevard. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of folks there. And I know there's going to be a march on the Starbucks store. I know I will be there. Uh, Ed Smith, over to you, brother. I WILL BE THERE AS WELL AND ACTUALLY um, ONE OF OUR
0: uh, MEMBERS ATTENDS uh, ARLINGTON COUNTY um, AFL-CIO MEETINGS AND uh, AS A RESULT OF THAT uh, ONE OF THE LEADERS FROM THE AFL ASKED THE NURSES TO SPEAK SO YOU WILL HEAR ME SPEAK FOR ABOUT 60 SECONDS Chris. Um, AND FROM WHAT I UNDERSTAND LIZ SCHULER uh, THE PRESIDENT OF THE AFL uh, is in, WE ANTICIPATE HER SPEAKING ALONG WITH uh, representative buyer from uh, virginia it's so, going to be a first, whole
1: our whole star, actually deanna forrester from the metro council right. is going to be there the uh, doris cross mays from the uh it said uh State right. State. it's a, kind of an all-star I, I, how you got in there i don't know i,
0: I have no idea but that's why i probably have 60 <laughs> seconds Um so i will make good use of my 60 seconds uh, and um you know i will speak to obviously all of our nurses in support supportive uh, Starbucks workers, but uh, specifically Jillian and Aliyah, I will speak to you as well. Um, first of all, congratulations. Uh, that was great. Uh, I think Jillian sent the uh, correction 257 to 269. That's like another eight in, in the past week, I think. So that's mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, I feel uh, that your efforts, along with the workers at Amazon, have really injected some serious serious life through the labor movement um whether people are in their 20s or 70s or 80s everybody's talking about it um, i've been around long enough where nobody talked about labor you didn't read about labor unions in the papers they dropped their they dropped their labor union beats um, for years for 20 30 years um, do you really understand what you've been doing for the labor movement, Uh, do you get the fact that this is historic, Jillian?
3: I don't think anyone could ever fully understand the um, magnitude of this movement that we've joined. Um, I love that you touched on the fact that maybe even just 10 years ago nobody ever talked about these things i learned about unions in middle school but i thought it was something you know that was in the past it was part of history it wasn't something that still existed when i was first approached by a fellow barista about forming a union at our store i honestly didn't even realize what they were or the benefits that being a part of a union could bring us at work and that was what nine months ago and now here we are i'm And now being part of this labor movement is just has fueled such a passion in me and not just me, so many like minded young people across the country. And it is mind blowing and such an honor to be such a part of this movement and not just for Starbucks workers. Every time I go online, there's some other company, some other aspect of this movement that has joined and it is. it wouldn't exist without the hard work of every single one of us across the country fighting for better rights at work for all of us, and it is just an honor to be a part of it.
0: Thanks, uh, Aliyah, Your thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, you know, I grew up in Harper County, where it's it's very much farmland. Um, but I was lucky enough to have a great history teacher who spent a whole unit talking about uh, unions and how that you know affects today. Uh, 40-hour work weeks, MLF, um, medical family leave, uh, paid vacations, all those things are incorporated because of the unions from the past. And so I did have a strong understanding of what a union was. Um, Similar to Jillian, though, I did think that it was something that I would never have to do necessarily. Um, And I think a lot of young people don't think they have to do it. And I know there's a lot of young people that don't even really know what a union is. They don't learn about it in school anymore. And I think that's what's very shocking and almost fulfilling about this campaign is it's so many young people that are guiding this. These are people who have no idea what a union really is or how it works or what it affected until they stepped into this. And they're the most politically driven um, generation of people that I've ever seen. And to be able to pull off something so major, I mean, 269 stores, that's huge. And in counting. And it's one of the biggest corporations um and conglomerates of a corporation that has so much money so much power and these young kids like all of us are taking on such a big hungry powerhouse and i just think it's super phenomenal to watch and, and really be a part of
1: you're listening to your rights at work here on WPFW we're talking to Jillian O'Hare and Aliyah Bassetti uh they have both either our current uh or or f- former workers uh, at, uh Starbucks. Um, let me ask you both, and I guess we'll start with with Jillian. Um, you know, I, I think what I heard you say was that I, it sounds like you both, you know, kind of joined out of solidarity. And Ed can can correct me on this because he's done more organizing than I have. But no, usually, folks organize around a particular issue. You know, bad wages, bad working conditions. Um, and so, I'm curious about was this? Is it, this sounds like it was really more of a, of a movement? Is is that right?
3: That is correct. Um, I think I can't speak for Leah, but I'm sure she had a very similar experience in that I think most people I've spoken to that work at Starbucks had a very similar experience when it came to the pandemic. At the very beginning of the pandemic, I was really, really grateful to work at Starbucks and I felt like they were doing a really good job to take care of us. That lasted about maybe a month. And then immediately they started, as soon as they figured out how to reopen stores, it was like all the extra benefits that they gave us, they immediately started rolling back. Like they were offering so many things and promising so many things just to get us back to work. And then as soon as we were, they were like, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> all we care about is the money, which of course is how capitalism in America works. Mm-hmm. But so I think that was a really big driving force for many, many, many stores. Um, My store also has a really interesting story and that the main issue that happened at my store sort of came up after we voted to unionize. Hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard anything about what happened at our store, but we had a sexual assault incident that happened at Willow Lawn. Um, It's way longer than we have time to talk about here, but there is a bunch of information on it online. But basically we found out two days before our vote that a shift supervisor at our store had been accused of sexually assaulting a barista at his previous store. And
0: instead
3: of doing anything to protect the victim, Starbucks transferred him into our store, didn't tell us anything about it, and then fired the victim, which was obviously horrendous. But And I've said this so many times, and it feels weird saying, but obviously it was horrible that this happened, but I remember at the time thinking how grateful I was that it happened when it did. Cause if it had happened a year ago, we wouldn't have been able to do anything about it. And weirdly enough, this happened right as we were voting to unionize. So we, it sucks that it happened, but it happened at a time when we felt like our coworkers could come together and actually do something about it. And we, we did, we're, it's a long process. We're still fighting, but, um, If it had happened a year ago, I don't think we would have even realized that we could come together and speak up and do anything to change what happened at our store.
1: Wow. What an ho- awful, awful story. But I think your point is exactly right, which is that that's one of the main reasons for unions and it gives me another opportunity. Uh, I just saw, she said, which is a terrific mm-hmm. film about this very issue also about the really important uh, role that reporters play uh, in uncovering, you know, these kinds of issues. But I, I um, so thank you for sharing that Jillian. Uh, Aliyah, your experiences.
2: Yeah. I mean, similar to Jillian, I, I, didn't start in the beginning of the pandemic, but I think uh, a lot of what corporate America did and a lot of the reason why we're seeing such a blow up of unions now is because we're noticing that they really don't care about labor workers. And they dangled these items in front of our faces that were really only 50% of what the 100% of what they should have given us. And because we're so used to 20%, we saw 50 and we were like, oh, that's 100. Um, and we just kind of took it like candy and kept eating, kept eating it. And it was almost as though they were like love bombing us with giving us all this affection and then slowly started to take it away. Um, that's my analogy to it. And I think it's not, it doesn't dawn on me or it doesn't dawn on many Americans that this is kind of what happens. This is what the working class has to go through and it sucks. Um, and I think that is a driving reason of why, you know, Starbucks as a whole and, and us workers of Starbucks and partners are coming together and doing this because we don't want to have things dangled in front of us anymore. We would rather have the power to make change and make decisions like Jillian said. And, you know, um, sexual assault is something that's not, is very similar in many campaigns across the board. Um, you know, Amazon, um, other railroad workers, stuff like that. These are things that come up. Uh, racism is something that I experienced heavily in my store that drove me to want to organize in my store and i think that's really the point of the rallies tomorrow is talking about like these things are forms of bullying and these are things that corporate keeps doing to us they just bully us bully us bully us they they bring us down in order to try to build us back up to but to build us back up in their perspective and what they want and so they allow these things to happen to our store and they don't take the precaution to take and care about it because it's their way of breaking us down and I think we're tomorrow, a big part of what we're doing is standing up to that bullying and saying, we, we're not taking it. Um, we're not going to be victims. We're not, we're not going to be something you can, you feel like you can dangle something in front of anymore We're we're going to take our power back. And that's truly what tomorrow's about.
0: Yeah. No more love bombing. Uh, <laughs> right. No like, more love
2: bombing. <laughs> love,
0: love, love, love that phrase. Uh, well, I, we don't have a ton of time left yet, but I, you know, I guess I, I like to ask uh, you know, kind of the personal questions. What's what's the future look for you, Aaliyah and Jillian? Uh, do you see that you're, you know, maybe your mindset, your life has changed through this? And are, you know, is uh, is union activity in your future? Why don't we start with you, Aaliyah?
2: Um, <laughs> honestly, my life has definitely changed. Uh, but for the better, I honestly do see that. Um, growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer for different reasons, but similarly just wanting to help people that were voiceless. And I quickly changed and went through degree to degree to degree and swapped in and out of courses to try to really figure out what I wanted to do and working at Starbucks I was in that process. Um, So now that I'm full blown in this movement and full blown seeing what unions and organizing can do. It is something that has sparked a bit of a passion, that similar passion to wanting to be a lawyer. Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's, uh, pulling at that heartstring a little bit <laughs> is the best well, way to describe it. Well, before, so before,
0: before, before we go to Jillian, just to let you know, Leah, that's what I am. I'm a lawyer. Um, but ooh. I don't really consider myself a regular lawyer. I've been an activist, a union activist. I go and march, I go and train people. And so, uh, Feel free to uh, hook up, hook back up with us,
1: and I would be more than happy to have Ed, discussions yeah. on this. It is, it is very irregular, Aaliyah. <laughs> I, I can, stop, I, I can, but in a, you know, in a good way. <laughs> okay, Jillian.
3: Yes, um, very similar, to Aaliyah. I, I don't want to be a lawyer, but I <laughs> absolutely agree with what Aliyah just said about when I first joined, I did it just because, you know, I thought it would be a good thing to do and it would be, you know, something that could help my store and my coworkers. And now nine months later, I am so wrapped up in this movement. I um, can't ever see myself not being an activist. Even when I don't work at Starbucks anymore, I am going to do put all of my willpower and all of my energy into this movement and other labor movements, because I didn't know anything about it before. The more I learn, the a angrier I get, and B just the more excited and passionate I get about labor rights and work rights at work, and I just I can't ever see myself not wanting, not caring about this and not wanting to do it.
1: Just a, a very quick follow up before we we wrap up, um, uh, just from from you both, because I, I know uh, ali I don't think you're you're working at the at the Starbucks anymore. Um, can you, can you both talk a little bit about what happened once you started organizing? Cause I know Starbucks just has this whole sort of, you know, playbook of sending management in and, you mm-hmm. know, it just, it's, it seems like the more they send folks in, the less it works, but uh, just a quick comments from you both. Let's, let's go back to Aaliyah.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, bullying, 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 <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing else I can truly say, but we were just crazy bullied, um, by management. I had a very big anti-union campaign running in my store and it was all uh, shift supervisors mm. so it was all management um and it was just little things just uh cutting hours uh isolating and segregating people on the floor and mm. then for me it was being let go wow
1: like yeah on, on this show we call it being fired <laughs> <laughs> it Let go, terminated.
2: unjustly
1: unjustly yes. unjustly yes um jillian
3: um absolutely the same i wasn't fired but so much intimidation and retaliation we had to do so many um individual meetings, three-on-one meetings with so many different members of management, individually pulling people about like, let's all talk about how amazing Starbucks is and, <laughs> you know, et cetera, et cetera. Think about how awful your life would be if you didn't have this job and just so much like oh, emotional manipulation. It's It was disgusting. Our My store manager at Willow Lawn, actually she's been very upfront about how she doesn't care either way. Like she's gonna tell us what her district manager tells us like tells her she needs to say but she doesn't care she just she doesn't want to have to deal with unions on either side and once our district manager caught wind of that and realized that she wasn't retaliating enough they sent in a secondary manager to our store Mm. who would continue to union bust and like take it to heart and it's just she did as so much manipulation about trying to divide friends and trying to tell people about like she actually had baristas try and write written statements about how I was difficult to work with. And everyone was like, what? Like, we don't even know you. (laughs) And it's just, it's so transparent, all of their tactics, especially since they, like you said, they follow the exact same rule book at every single store. If you talk to anyone at any other unionized stores, it's very clear what they're doing. It's honestly like, it's disgusting, but it's also, hilarious that they're so bad at what they're doing because the harder they push back the more literature they post in the back room the more union busting they try to do it just makes everyone at my store and across the country want to fight even harder for this mm-hmm. perfect
1: way to end Jillian and Elia, thanks so much for all the work you've done thanks for being on the show and we'll look forward to seeing you at the rally absolutely
2: yeah, you see too. you tomorrow thank you see you tomorrow
1: all right, that big rally night at 5 o'clock tomorrow, 2100 Clarendon Boulevard in Arlington. You don't need to remember that. Just go to dclabor.org and click on Calendar. Ed Smith, it's wonderful to see you again. We're off next week, everybody, but the week after, A Red Carol. Make sure you don't miss that show. Thanks so much for listening to Your Rights at Work here on WPFW. Thanks, as always, Kalia Chapman for engineering and keeping us on the straight and narrow. Everybody take care, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Happy holidays, everybody. Be safe. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find...